Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just too much. If you see an other, and if you even get close to them or their blood, it's the greatest risk imaginable. These people, they, these people think they're like the rest of us. And I just, I fail to see the proof. There you go. That is some sound from a horror film called Others. This is a 20-minute movie that was produced by Casey House to mark World's AIDS Day, which launched, hard to believe, 34 years ago today. And I'm listening to it, and I watched it, and I'm thinking, that is what it sounded like back in the day. It was so ominous and frightening and scary. And that is what we were filled with. So today is set aside on the calendar, you know, to mark the acceptance and, and to support those who have, you know, had to live with HIV AIDS, which today is so mainstream and so very treatable. And I think a lot of us, including myself, I, I assume that the stigma surrounding this is gone. Once Magic Johnson came out, that was a, a big turning point to suggest, well, to, to state this is not just something that hits the gay community. This is mainstream. And so I think this 20-minute movie is interesting because it reminds us all these years later that there is still a lot of shame and alienation for those diagnosed with a virus that, as you heard once upon a time, we were told to be terrified. It was a guaranteed death sentence. And yet now it's very treatable and it doesn't just affect the gay community. I want to bring in jo Ann Simons, who is the CEO of Casey House. And boy, have you guys come a long way. Uh, you guys were pioneers back in the day when everyone was too scared to help. Do we have Joanne? Thank you. Sorry about the troubles. You know what? It's 2022, and what we can guarantee in 2022 is technology sometimes <laughs> does right. not work. So I appreciate That's it. Right. Nonetheless, we make it work. So I think it's interesting. One of the things when we talked about this, um, you know, this particular segment today, it was, you know, it was like, well, okay, what's our focus going to be? What are we talking about? It was like, well, the stigma. And I kind of, I looked at my producer head. I, what stigma? We're 34 years into this. I mean, I think most of assume that there is not a stigma because it is more mainstream than ever before. So what, what are some of the stigmas that still face those who are diagnosed? Well, it, it really is still based in fear. Um, I think that, you know, there was a lot of conversation about HIV during the beginning of the AIDS pandemic back in the 80s. Um, mm -hmm. And as the medications um, got yeah. better and better, the conversation has diminished. And so discussion about HIV isn't happening kind of in, in the public in the way that it used to. And so there's a real fear of contraction of HIV through hugging, through kissing, through touching, through sitting still? on a toilet seat. Still, our clients experience this on a daily basis. And it's the one thing that we can't medically fix at Casey House. Yeah. And so really making sure that we're having a conversation with Canadians about their fear to really unpack the myths around it. 
I mean, I, I go. I mean, I grew up in that in that era where you were watching sixty minutes at night when they first discovered this, and it was honestly, it was like you know, people I think were looking at wearing hazmat suits. It was this virus that people were absolutely terrified of. That's what we lived with for many years of this warning of a virus, and certainly I think a big turning point was when Magic Johnson came out with his diagnosis because it then forced the conversation that this is not just affecting the gay population. This is and can affect everybody. And I think he did a lot of work uh, to bring a lot of education to it. He certainly did. Um, I think whenever we have personalities where there are people who are thriving, living with the disease, it starts to change the conversation within the community. You know, we had Princess Diana visit in 1991. And there's this, right, very um, profound picture of her holding the hand of one of our clients who actually died within the next couple of days of her visit, but really trying to break it down. But But it still exists. Um, and it exists all through uh, areas of the community. So we certainly have clients who are trying to access dental services, trying to access good yeah. health care, and are prevented from doing so because people are still scared of it. So I think we got a problem in education um, through a number of different channels that we need to continue to, to battle this, unfortunately, because, you know, we work with our clients as people, right? It's not about the disease. It's about seeing them fully and who they are. It's not about blame and shame on how they contracted the virus. And if you think about the pandemic that we've experienced, right, yeah. there were a lot of similarities in that first in March of 2020, right? The fear, the isolation, mm-hmm. what does this mean? How can I catch it? So I think we should be learning um, as we go through all of these different moments in time, because, you know, these are some of the most beautiful people that I have had uh, the opportunity to meet and to work with. Federal question. We all know them. I have friends. I know people who have had HIV. I know people who have had AIDS. They're in our lives. Um, and, and again, the last thing they need is to be to be shunned. It's interesting when we were trying to get you on the phone. I'm not sure if you heard about it. I was talking about Casey House because Casey House, you know, came about at a time when, when people getting diagnosed with HIV in the gay community were being shunned. And you guys came along as this little tiny standalone facility offering supports that just simply didn't exist. And so when you look back to that point, to where you guys are today, being this, you know, an operation where people know this is where I can go, where I won't be um, judged and I will certainly have supports. And certainly it opened the door for many other support systems. Yeah, we've had a dramatic evolution over the past 30 years, thanks to the medications. But certainly, you know, June Callwood, who founded Casey House, her spirit is still very alive in this facility. So we continue to evolve to meet the needs of our clients. And as I say, not just the disease, but looking at their lives as a whole. Uh, We now serve people who are at risk for HIV. So we've moved Mm -hmm. from hospice to hospital, really acknowledging the, the changing face of the disease. What's your biggest challenge now, other than stigma? It, fundraising, is that still a big challenge? Yeah, I mean, funding always will continue to be an area of focus for us. Um, but I think also, too, given the pandemic, the volume of demand uh, on our services is ever-increasing. And the complexity of uh, the conditions that we're seeing are far greater than they were a number of years ago because uh, it's not just HIV people are, are struggling with, right? It's homelessness, mm-hmm. it's substance use, yeah. it's mental health. So there's, there's now many layers. Um, so somebody may access services not just because of their HIV, but because of all of the other barriers to good health um, that they're presenting with. So I think volume uh, for all healthcare and lack of staff um, is, are the two biggest challenges currently. 
Yeah, no question. And so I th- it's interesting because I watched this uh, film. It's only a 20-minute film uh, called Others. And, and it was a reason. I mean, even the lead in that is someone who has HIV, truly believes in, in what he represents. And it's interesting because it, it is so daunting. And I think if you're not old enough and you don't remember those scary days, um, mm. the point of this is this still exists just because we don't see it every day. That's right. And Peter McPherson, um, who was the lead actor, just a brilliant fellow, one of yeah. the only actors we could find who would actually disclose his HIV status because of that stigma, right? From a career perspective, from friends, from family, what happens when you disclose? And so it took us months to find him, which actually then kind of proves the point that this movie needed to be made, this conversation needs to be had, and taking horror or a thriller to try and really um, emphasize to uh, the community, what it must feel like to be in fear of living with uh, HIV. And so I think there's a really interesting way that we were able to meld together something that is, you know, a bit of a hook and some entertainment and gets you on the edge of your seat, but also talks to the real fear uh, that our clients experience. Nonetheless, 34 years, boy, we've come a long way. Very much appreciate it and the, and the hard work you guys all do. So thanks so much, Joanna. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you. That is Joanne Simons, who is with uh, Casey House. And if you're interested in finding out any of their uh, programming, they've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, going on. Voices for World's AIDS Day. And you can uh, take a Google at that. It's about fundraising and some of the programs and talks that they will, in fact, be having.